Hey everybody, I just wanted to thank you for your support, for listening and watching Splat's Unicorner Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Splat Chappelle or Unicorner, the Unicorner page on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram at Splat420. You can find me on Twitter on Splat420. You can find me on YouTube, Splat420 Chappelle. And we also have a new website called Splat's Unicorner. And that is at www.splatsunicorner.wordpress.com. Again, without fucking it up, it's www.splatsunicorner.wordpress.com. Thank you. For everybody out there for your support. I love you all. Have a great day. Hey everybody, it's Splat here and I'm here to tell you about TheFrequency.com. TheFrequency.com is a place where you can get all your spiritual needs. You can get tarot cards, spells, crystals, everything your spirit desires. Go to thefrequency.com, tell them Splat, Splat's Unicorner sent you, and don't forget to buy what your spirit needs at thefrequency.com. Hey, everybody. Just letting you know to go to iRetMeClothing.com on Instagram and Facebook. And there you will be able to represent yourself. Baseball players, football players, politicians, musicians, they come and go out of your life. But yourself, you're always there. So I rep yourself, go to iRetMeClothing on Instagram and Facebook and iRetMeClothing.com. I rep me. Do you rep you? Do not come. Do not come. I'm gonna come. Hey everybody, it's Wednesday, the Splats Unicorner Podcast is among you all. Hello, it's your favorite horny horse, and it's hump day. Welcome to the show. (laughs) How's everybody doing? How are my little horny horses out there doing? Hope you got through the week okay. Um, hope you did everything you want this weekend, got through the work week, 
and here we are on the hump day. Humpity, 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 hump day. So we just here chilling like a villain, waiting for the Sox Yankees game to come on. But we'll be talking about that tomorrow on the Sports Shit Show. Join us. But today. We're going to begin this episode like we always do. Headlines, motherfucker. Let's go do some lines, baby. <clears throat> and first off, we have a medical examiner confirms body found in wooded area in Orlando is Maya Macarno. Uh, the Orange County medical examiner confirmed Tuesday that the body found in a wooded area near the timber scan on the lake apartment complex in Orlando on Saturday is, in fact, 19-year-old Maya Marcano. Well, that sucks. Um, let's see. Let's see what we have. Um, Visor vaccine, which is what I got. 90% effective against severe COVID-19 or at least for at least six months. Boy, oh boy, did I get on that cusp. Give me the booster, bitches. <laughs> Nobel, Nobel Prize in Physics awarded for study of human role in changing climate. Three scientists received the Nobel Prize in Physics on Tuesday for work that essential to understanding how the Earth's climate is changing, pinpointing the effect of human behavior on those changes and ultimately predicting the impact of global warming. The winners were Sukahorio Manabi of, of Princeton University, Klaus Hasselmann of the Max Planck Institute of Meteorology in Hamburg, Germany, well, no shit, and Giorgio Parisi of the Asaplaza University of Rome. Congratulations, fellas, on the physic, physics and changing climate stuff. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, let's see here. Texas Parole Board recommends pardon for George Floyd request needs approval from governor. What? The Texas Board of Pardons and Paroles on Monday recommended that George Floyd receive a pardon for a 2004 drug arrest in Houston involving a former police officer charged with murder in a separate case. The seven-member board announced the news in a letter to Allison Mathis, an assistant public defender in the Harris County Public Defender's Office. Mathis filed a um, clemency application on behalf of Floyd. Or, stop it. Just fucking stop it. The dude was a criminal. He's not a fucking hero. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. This guy was a fucking criminal. Did he deserve to die? Fuck no. Did he die? Yes. That doesn't make him a martyr. It doesn't make him a fucking poster child for fucking greatness. You're glorifying a fucking criminal, you dumb fucking shit fucks. Okay? Pardon that, motherfuckers. <laughs> little fired up today. My voice is uh, still a-creeping. Yeah, it's fucking Wednesday. I'm angry, bitches. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not angry. 
Tesla is ordered to pay $137 million to a black man who says he was subjected to racist abuse while working at an, as an elevator operator at the company. Pull that race card, buddy. A San Francisco federal court jury on Monday ruled that Tesla must pay $137 million to a black man who said he endured racist abuse while working at the company's Fremont, California plant as an elevator operator. Owen Diaz was hired as a... At the factory via an agency in 2015, he told the court that colleagues would verbally abuse him and other black workers, for example, telling him to go back to Africa. He also said racist graffiti was scrawled in the bathroom. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Here we go. Black Lives Matter comparison royals court in January 6th case. I've been saying this the whole time. Go back and listen to this podcast. I've been saying it and saying it and saying it. Federal judges are wrestling with a dilemma as dozens of cases stemming from the Capitol riot move forward uh, towards sentencing. Should they throw the book at everyone who, sh- who streamed into the building on January 6th or, or just those who committed violence and destruction? Many of the judges on D.C.'s uh, federal branch have advocated for stiff sentences in most cases on the grounds that breaching the Capitol was an unconscionable crime unconscionable crime against American democracy. I'll get this right. American democracy. And they're overwhelmingly rejecting comparisons lodged by ac- accused rioters that the violence of January 6th is akin to the unrest that plagued Portland, Oregon, and other American cities alongside last year's racial protest. Exactly. Uh, The dispute flared anew on Monday on the judge Tanya Chutkin pointedly rejected her own colleague's comparison between the January... Why would you reject that between the January 6th mob and the rioters who exploited the Black Lives Matter demonstration last year? See what this dum-dum's got to say. Uh, some have compared what took place on January 6th with other protests that took place throughout the country through the past year and have suggested that the Capitol rioters are being treated unfairly, which they are. Um, Chet Khan has said uh, during a sentence hearing, I flatly disagree. We don't care. You're supposed to uphold the law, not fucking throw around your fucking opinion, you dumb cunt. You fucking charge everybody equally. Isn't that what the whole George Floyd Black Lives Matter thing was fucking about, you dumb fucking idiots? It's the same fucking thing. How can you fucking disagree with it? Although she didn't mention any names, it seemed unmistakably that Chutkin... Huntkin was responding nearly pointed by point to the analysis of Judge Trevor McFadden, who serves alongside her on the U.S. District Court in Washington, D.C., where more than 600 defendants were facing charges for their roles in the Capitol attack. On Friday, McFadden said federal prosecutors had undercut themselves on January 6th prosecutions by doing little to oppose legal consequences for those who rioted during the racial justice protests last year. Exactly. I think the U.S. attorney would have more credibility if there was even handed in this concern about riots and mobs in cities. Boom, he said during a, another sentencing hearing. The judge's dueling comments reflected what appears to be a developing schism in the federal judiciary over how, over how to treat the lower-level defendants who gloomed onto the insurrection attempted 
by extremists who led the January 6th charge. I'm quite aware that, the are, these are, that there are people that are criticizing us for not prosecuting sufficiently and others complaining that we are prosecuting too harshly, Garland said during an interview uh, the New Yorker Festival. This is part of the territory for many prosecutors in any case. <laughs> excuses, excuses. The government has the excuses. But you really should charge everyone the fucking same, you dumb cunts. Um, her calculation is off. Sonoma dares the left to take her out. Ooh. FBI raids NYPD uh, Sergeant's Union headquarters in Manhattan. Uh, federal investigators have descended on the Manhattan headquarters of one of the nation's largest policed unions, headed by controversial President Ed Mullins. All I have been told is the FBI has raided the SBA headquarters and is in connection with an ongoing investigation. Mayor Bill de Blasio said during a briefing in October. Anything to go off Trump, huh? Pelosi handed out major defeat by rising progression Democrat stars. His Biden agent put on ice. Bow, 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 bow. Uh, the WHO says unvaccinated people are dying unnecessarily from COVID as hospitals filled. I've heard this story before. Good luck on believing that one, people. Uh, suspects taken into custody from a suspicious vehicle outside the U.S. Supreme Court. Um, suspect taken. The suspect, da uh, Dale Paul Melvin, 55, of Kimball, Michigan, said the time for taking is done. Talking is done before officers removed him from the vehicle, according to the police. Capitol Police respond to a suspicious SUV outside the U.S. Supreme Court Tuesday morning and used a flashbang to force the person out of the vehicle. Deputy Chief Jason Bell said that the suspect illegally parked his vehicle outside the building around 9.30 a.m. And police, police identified him in a tweet as Dale Paul Melvin in a tweet. See how they did that? 55 of Kimball, Michigan. The police, even the law is using uh, the tweeter. Oh, uh, at the time, at that time, we backed off, had our crisis negotiations offer attempt to speak with him. The man was refusing to speak, Bell said. Teams moved in around 11 a.m., removed the man from the vehicle, and placed him under arrest. Bell said uh, no weapons were found in the vehicle. So basically, he just was illegally parked. Okay. Love that headline, though. <laughs> Suspicious vehicle. Um, let's see here. Missouri preparing for execution of Ernest Johnson. Last-minute court intervention on Tuesday uh, was the last obstacle to the execution of Ernest Johnson, a Missouri man convicted of killing three convenience store workers during a closing-time robbery uh, nearly 28 years ago. Well, he's a hero, <laughs> according to our government. Uh, Johnson & Johnson seeks FDA authorization for COVID booster shots. Booster. Um, let's see. Uh, refugee admissions hit record low despite Biden's reversal. Re refugee admissions to the United States fell to a record low during the 2021 budget year despite President Joe Biden's pledge to reverse the sharp cuts made by the Trump administration to 
figures obtained by press whatever. So I just uh, speaking of that, I just learned that uh, the Bidens finally put this kibosh on the wall, and we are paying contractors five million dollars a day not to build the wall. Okay, this is the dumb fuck you dumb fuckers voted for. <laughs> Anything that Trump did, whether it was good or what. We need that fucking wall, you fucking idiots. I don't give a shit what your argument is about fucking... Again, I say it all the time. Remember the last time this country had no fucking walls and let anybody in? You know, the Indians? Look what happened then, you fucking idiots. This fucking crisis thing should... How, how many fucking years do we have to argue about this? In how many years does it get worse? In how many years do we get more people into this country that fucking... That we don't... And now is not the time. It's not the time for this bullshit with your... You scream COVID-19 and get vaccinated and this and that, but then you let these motherfuckers just fucking roam the streets. You bust them anywhere with no vaccines, no fucking COVID testing. So stop preaching your bullshit. The shit's, uh, does anybody believe their shit anymore? If you do, go get yourself fucking checked out for fucking amnesia or fucking stupidity. New York mother, son arrested in the theft of Pelosi's staff laptop during Capitol riot. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you, you stole all of her witch spells, you motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck everybody, man. Jesus fucking Christ. A Marine who criticized Afghan. Yeah, I was just seeing this on the news, too. Afghanistan withdrawal freed from prison ahead of possible court-martial. Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller has been released from prison confinement in a military prison as the U.S. Uh, Marine Corps considers whether to charge him for criticizing the chaotic... So, freedom of speech. You could die for this country, but you don't have freedom of fucking speech. This shit is... These headlines get more disgusting every fucking week. And I dare anybody to come on this fucking podcast and argue with me about this fucking subject right here. The guy was just showing... The problem is he was showing how shitty Biden did his job. And now the Biden administration is fucking going at him with everything and anything. Okay, people? So don't think your precious little Biden is any fucking better than everybody else's precious little fucking Trump. Okay? I'm tired of you guys on your fucking high horses preaching your bullshit. And every day, we, every week, we come to these headlines and we hear bullshit out of the fucking left side. Okay? Are you guys fucking happy? Do you guys go home and like, I'm so happy I'm a fucking asshole? <laughs> Just wondering. The right's got their people too, but that ain't what it's about. Now, you uh, promised us that when you voted this fucko in that you were going to make the world a better place and you're just making it worse, worse than Trump could have ever fucking made it. Well, you're just a white male, Splat. What the fuck would you know about hard times during the Trump era? I know that you, as uh, not a white male, straight, you're getting fucked by your own people, you dumb fucks. Uh, Judge Department is revealing decision not to prosecute former FBI agents who botched Larry Nassar investigation. Uh, Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco said that Tuesday that a new information has emerged concerning two former FBI agents accused of mishandling the investigation into allegations of abuse against former USA Gymnastics 
Dr. Larry Nassar. I can inform the committee today that the recent confirmation assistant AG for the criminal division is currently reviewing this matter, including new information that has some to come to light. Monaco told the uh, Senate Judiciary says the committee, I can't, I can't speak words today. I want the committee, and frankly, I want the survivors to understand how exponentially seriously we take this issue and believe that the reverse, that this reverses a, a thorough and full review. Ooh, don't tell me this motherfucker is going to pull Bill Cosby on our motherfucking asses. Way to go, justice system. <laughs> You become a criminal to fight the criminal. It's the American way. Uh, Mike Pence says the January 6th insurrection where rioters attacked him in Congress is being used to demean Trump supporters. Absolutely. The left side is doing what the right side did, just in a different way. When all you fucking dum-dums get your shit together and figure out what you can do to better off this fucking society and this fucking world... Then shut the fuck up, okay? Francis Collins stepped down as NIH director by year's end because we don't give a fuck. <laughs> Garland asked FBI to address recent disturbing spike in threats against educators. Attorney General Merrick Garland on Monday ordered the FBI to work with local leaders nationwide to help address what we call disturbing spike harassment, intimidation, and threats of violence against educators and school board members over highly politicized issues such as mask mandates and interpretations of critical race theory. In Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically what this is, is Biden's trying to put a fucking bill into this whole fucking thing he's trying to sneak in um, to uh, charge um, parents... Uh, guardians, what have you, at these school board meetings. Now, uh, acting out in violence and this and that, I get. I understand these cases. But people that are fucking angry because you're forcing them to do some shit they don't want to fucking do, and this is why the left side has become fucking Nazis. B Biden, and go, go look this up, Biden is fucking um, labeling that as domestic terrorism, Right? Poor Susan and fucking Jim that are wor that don't want to fucking make their kid wear a fucking mask or don't want their kid to be called fucking racist right off the bat because they were born or whatever. Whatever. The shit is stupid. If you're a Biden supporter, you're, you're supporting Nazism. And that's point blank. And I'm sorry if you're a listener of my show and you fucking support. That's your fucking business. But look what is happening. Open your fucking eyes. Everybody, you guys claim that you're fucking woke. Well, you might be awake, but your fucking eyes aren't open. Okay? Wake the fuck up. And so, I mean, um, I'm sorry. I just got an <laughs> I just got distracted by a text. That's why I don't use my normal phone. But I had to um, do it. And basically, yeah, Biden wants to call those people a domest domestic um, terrorism. It's just fucking Nazism. Report documents 3,000 pedophiles working within French Catholic Church over the last seven decades. Well, well, well. Remember when um, 
some of these crazy right wingers or whatever were like, ah, they were talking about politics, but the Catholic Church too. All you fucking right wingers are a bunch of fucking Catholics and fucking Baptists and whatever. So, what say you on this? How does God handle this one, people? What does God say about pee pee touchers? Huh? Huh? You're so worried about abortions and fucking gay people. Your own people are fucking touching little kids' dicks, you fucking. Oh, God, sorry I'm aggravated at these headlines this week. <laughs> uh, Britney Spears thinks free Britney movement for freeing her from... And she is free. Britney's free. Britney's free. Britney's free. Stop it, white people. <laughs> now that Britney's free, can we work on other people that are in prison for bullshit? <laughs> that aren't celebrities and maybe white <laughs> oh god biden official warns Ducey over arizona's anti-mask school programs oh boy let's not become australia people a top treasury department officially warned arizona government during doug Ducey on tuesday that millions of dollars in federal aid may be in jeopardy because of the mass shirking education program in his state the department but i thought okay okay but when you tell everybody to go to state to state you never mention the part where they might get cut the fun cutted <laughs> so fuck that headline biden you're a piece of shit biden your administration is a piece of shit climate change killed 14 percent of the world's coral reefs in the in a decade well that's called mother nature killing us off Women, woman charged with attempted murder after a horror video of commuter pushed into train in random attack in New York City. A woman has been charged with attempted murder after she allegedly pushed another woman into a moving subway train. What, was she not wearing a fucking mask? <laughs> Were you vaccine? No, push. The seemingly unprovoked uh, attack happened on Monday at the Trans Square 42 Street Station around 8 a.m. The 42-year-old victim was on the northbound platform when she was pushed by another passenger into a path of a train pulling into a station. Um, uh huh. No pictures of them. Was it a white person shoving a black person? A black person shoving a white person? My guess it's a black person that did this crime. And they don't want to say what they are unless it was a white person. If Definitely if it was a white person pushing a black person, we would know. Okay, point made. U.S. extends an olive branch to China on trade. Getting in bed with the enemy because that's what our government does. We're getting in bed with the enemy and we're going to stroke them off. Going to stroke them off. Going to stroke the enemy off. Shannon Doherty wins three six hundred and three million in State Farm suit after home damage in California. Fire! Now, if poor people could only be treated the same, <laughs> Taiwan very concerned that China is going to launch a war to take over. Foreign minister says, "Well, we know that China is going to take over at some point because we keep bowing down to them and giving them fucking blowjobs." Target will pay employees an extra $2 an hour for peak days of holiday season. Well, good for you, Target. Jamie Lee Curtis knocks plastic surgery trends. Fillers procedures are wiping out generation of beauty. 
And how old is she? She still looks fucking fine as fuck. Jenny Lee Curtis has been there and done that, and she is not doing it again. Plastic surgery, that is. The Halloween icon got canceled or candid in a new interview about her decades-long career in film, how she keeps her personal life private despite fame, and what she really thinks of today's beauty standards in Hollywood. When asked about the uptick in plastic surgery trends in 60 years, damn, she's 62. Actress admitted that it's a road she will walk, will, won't walk down again. I tried plastic surgery and it didn't work. It got me addicted to Vicodin. I'm 22 years sober now, Curtis said. I'm currently trying to fillers and procedures and this obsession with filtering and things that we do not do to adjust our appearance on Zoom are wiping out generation of beauty. Once you mess with your face, you can't get it back. The actress is gearing up for the release of Halloween Kills. I can't wait which is being released on October 15th. She admitted that despite being in the industry a long time, she is just starting to let her creative juices flow. My creative work is happening, and it's all because of that time running out. My motto is, if not now, when? If not me, who? And so now I go for everything, and I keep going for it, she said. She still looks fine. Whatever you're doing, girl, you still look good. First set of titties I seen on fucking film. Chinese developer Fantasia fails to make debt payments. Oil hits multi-year highs. OPEC plus sticks to out plan plan. And let's cross over to the football thing here. Now, you know what? And we'll, we'll talk about this tomorrow because I want to go off on that. John Kerry goes viral after saying Biden literally had not been aware of what led to U.S. France dust up. <laughs> awesome. Good to know he didn't know. <laughs> well, when you're trying to strike a deal with Australia, when you have a deal with France, there's going to be some dust up. You dumb dumbs. Uh, Russia grappling with three times more COVID cases than it had last fall. Just judges split over punishment. Yeah, we know. Nobel Prize winner says government must take urgent actions on climate. Fuck you. This climate shit. You can't fix it, people. You can't reverse it. You can't fix it. You can't stun it. Ugh, Jesus. Brian Laundrie's sister urges him to come forward amid nationwide search. Casey's Laundrie said she has a message for her missing brother, who has been the center of a nationwide manhunt after uh, the body of his girlfriend, uh, Gabrielle Gabby Petito, has found in Wyoming last month. I, I would tell my brother to just come forward and get us out of this horrible mess. Um, I was seeing, I saw this video on uh, Rover's Morning Glory and uh, yesterday, and um, people, um, stop with your protesting on people's fucking lawns and shit. These people were yelling at this lady right here, right? She has nothing to do with it except for she's dude's sister. Uh, what, is she supposed to magically make him fucking appear? She gave her fucking... Um, uh, she gave her fucking uh, statement. Right? She gave her statement to the police. She cooperated. Blah, blah, blah. And these fucking assholes are pounding on her door. She's got little kids in there. And it, uh, Stop it, people. 
Who are you people to go out and fuck it? You're not a cop. You're just a regular fucking blah, blah, blah. Stop it. You're not the FBI. You're not the fucking police. Go back to your fucking homes and be miserable like you were before, you dumb pieces of shits. Harassing people isn't going to give you any fucking answers to where Brian fucking laundry is. And yelling in this poor little lady's fucking lawn and making her kids cry and upsetting her neighbors isn't going to fucking do you any good. Because if that was, she's lucky she's her. Because if that was me, I'd be busting caps in every one of your fucking kneecaps. People are out of fucking control with not minding their own fucking business these days. Everyone's got a fucking thing or this or that. Shut the fuck up. Get yourself a podcast and bitch about it like I fucking do. Oh, jeez. Uh, Bridgerton makeup designer Mark Filcher dies of COVID-19 weeks after winning Emmy. Was he vaccinated? Everyone's going to ask, was he vaccinated? See what the vaccine kills, everybody. Uh, of course, I gotta tell you. <laughs> I'm not laughing at him. I'm just laughing at the dum dums that are gonna respond to this. Um, uh, says nothing about him having a vaccine. Of course, uh, he should have. I mean, I don't see why he shouldn't have one, but it doesn't say. Kelly Clarkson awarded ten million in uh, uh, ranch in divorce. Good for her. Adele confirms new song coming next week. Woohoo! Is this the happy album she promised us? <laughs> DA agent killed in shooting in Amtrak train in Arizona. Uh, federal agent was killed and another is in critical condition following a shooting. Um, that broke out as the agents were searching for guns and drugs. Officials said that the Violence started as a confrontation on a train between two DEA agents and a suspect. They were checking for illegal guns, money, drugs. This is something they do. As I said, Tuscan police, okay. Okay. The nation's largest public library system is ending. Late fees forever. <laughs> now that's fucking funny. A troubling poll reinforces why Supreme Court justices are targeting critics. Ooh. Rural Alaska at risk as COVID surges, swamps, faraway hospitals. Kyle Rittenhouse back in court as Kenosha judge weighs motion to allow self-defense expert in trial. Kyle Rittenhouse returned to a Kenosha, Wisconsin courtroom Tuesday where a judge refused to dismiss uh, a weapons charge and weighed several motions, including one requesting that a self-defense expert be allowed to testify during the criminal trial that is scheduled to begin in November. Good luck, buddy. Five early Black Friday deals you can, should shop. It's coming, people. It ain't even fucking Halloween yet. Fucking, decor, fucking Christmas decorations in the stores already. Fuck you people that fucking... Or fuck it, just fuck those people. GM to open battery cell development centers and push to cut EV costs. Anger and grief. New Zealanders fearful as COVID elimination strategy ends. Sage Steele apologizes days after saying ESPN <laughs> <coughs> mandation vaccine. <laughs> 
<coughs> Ooh, getting the evil spirits out. Anyway, she said mandating the vaccine was sick and scary. Son of late Philippines dictator Marcos to run for president. Manny Pacquiao should get the job done. Trial sets an alleged twenty-five million scheme to extort Jets family. Jets family. Jets. 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 Jets family. Global player, the EU. EU summit to seek answers on China-U.S. strategy. Dave Chappelle jokes that the baby was canceled for anti-gay joke and not killing a man. <laughs> <coughs> Uh, in this new Netflix special, The Closer, uh, Dave Chappelle was quipped that killing a black man is less offensive than joking about gay people. During the bit, he cites controversial rapper DaBaby as proof. In the special, Chappelle begins, a lot of the LGBT community doesn't know DaBaby's history. He's a wild guy. He once shot a nigga for killing a man. And, uh, I'm just reading what they say, people. In Walmart. Oh, this is Oh, this is true? Google it. Nothing bad happening to his career. <laughs> As the audience begins to laugh, Chappelle continues, Do you see where I'm going with this? In our country, you can shoot and kill a nigga, but you better not hurt a gay person's feelings. True. Chappelle's ref, 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 referencing God, two past incidents. The first was earlier this year when baby made a number of homophobic comments during his set at Rolling Loud Festival and also criticized HIV-positive people. The incident comes three years after the rapper admitted to shooting and killing a man in self-defense. The case was later dropped and the baby went on to release two hugely popular albums. Chappelle was previously been criticized for his jokes about LGBT people, but he says no longer will make those types of gags until we are both sure that we are laughing together. Amazing, amazing that we can't do this and we can't do that. Well, the problem is when and, and my LGBT community, I love you guys, but uh, as a whole or whoever runs your shit, lighten the fuck up. Because I hear gay people trashing white, straight people, all kind of people. All they'll trash anybody. They're fucking petty. So I don't want to hear the bullshit. It's the same thing with Black Lives Matter or whatever, reparation. You want to punish the people as a whole that punished you to make them feel how you felt, which isn't the way it fucking goes. That's not how equality works. Seven injured passenger, seven injured passengers suing Amtrak over deadly Montana train derailment. Youngkin calls for audit for voting machines in Virginia. Unruly passenger... Incidents rising again. Jesus. Elijah Wood reveals how the Lord of Rings team mocked Harvey Weinstein. Elijah Wood has a lot of memories from working on the Lord of the Rings, the wildly successful 2000s film trilogy directed by Peter Jackson and produced by New Line Cinema. But one anecdote reveals the production's lingering hostility towards Merrimax, the company founded by brother Bob and Harvey Weinstein, which is which had first look rights to the ambitious project and almost didn't let it go. It was as if Harvey Weinstein were some sort of monster. <laughs> That's basically what Wood would have, uh, would have played protagonist 
Frodo Baggins in the trilogy and said on a new episode of Dax Shepard's Armchair Expert. Uh, Shepard and Wood discussed how Jackson and company rested Lord of the Rings back from Merrimax. Wrestled. It should say wrestled, I think. Uh, which wanted it as a two-movie project or even one four-hour film and got it over to... Okay, look, they've made fun of them. Blah, blah, blah. UN reports warn of global water crisis amid climate change. Emily Ratajkowski on why she didn't come forward with Robin Thicke allegations before it wouldn't be famous. What? Uh, revealed that she did not come forward with her allegations against Robin Thicke earlier for fear she would not be, be believed and her career would be ruined. Well, you want to be a hero or do you want your career ruined? <laughs> the 30-year-old model accused the 44-year-old singer of groping her on the set of Blurred Lines music video. She made the shocking allegations in her upcoming book. Okay, we're selling books. I'm not. Whatever. You, you, you determine what's right and what's wrong there. <clears throat> Former Chiefs of Staff to Maryland, Governor indicted. Was he agreed with Trump or something? <laughs> uh, has been indicted on charges that he defrauded a state agency that he led in inducing it to led by inducing it to pay him nearly two hundred eighty thousand. Okay, greedy, greedy, greedy. Mosquitoes test positive for rare, potentially deadly virus in Connecticut. Here we go. Oh, boy. Gail Huff-Brown, wife of Trump ambassador of Scott Brown, launches bid in key congressional background. Hey, today Windows 11 rolls out to PC users. Yay. What? Miss Michaels told me about this, but new Bachelor host Jesse Palmer, I think it was Miss Michaels, uh, secretly got married. I didn't know Jesse Palmer was the f fucking ghost now. Jesus fucking Christ. LeVar, LeVar Burton scores Rosie. New gig after being passed. Yeah, you know, he should, what's he going to do now? He should have been the Jeopardy guy. Am I wrong or am I right? Fuck that. Um, we'll be Grand Marshal for, oh, sweet. Pasadena Tournament of Roses. Sweet. Um, workers at the Kellogg's U.S. cereal plants to go on strike. Uh-oh, everybody get their cereal. Get your cereal now. Best Buy dangles hard-to-find holiday items as key perk as it launches new membership program. <laughs> oh, fuck. Amid Cl uh, Mall Clooney wows in a peekaboo dress with glittering heels of the Tinder Bar premiere. Oh, here's that cosplay uh, lady that killed somebody, right, or something? Earlier version of the story mistakenly said the suspect of the crime was convicted of manslaughter. We regret the error. Oh. TikTok member, we talked about this last week, was recently been under fire for returning to the app after being charged with manslaughter. The cosplayer used to go by the username Snow the Salt Queen. And their full name is her full name is Marie Ann Oliver Snow. Snow is known for her cosplay of popular Yandier characters from various anime shows. I told this story last week. <clears throat> Texas mom who works two jobs gets four chair turn on The Voice. Woohoo! Um, Clint Eastwood awarded $6.1 million in CBD lawsuit it may have stumbled at the box office with the release of his latest film, Cry Macho, which I enjoyed. 
Uh, but the ninety, I mean, it's slow, boring, and some uh, whatever. I liked it. But the ninety-year-old actor scored a six-one, six-point-one million victory against the Luthian uh, Cannabidiol Company CBD oil um, that used his name and image. Oh, boo, you <laughs> TikTok challenge being seen in Massachusetts could be most dangerous one. Okay. A Virginia filmmaker entered the deadly gap, the Darien Gap, to capture the black migrant's face. He almost didn't make it out. Well, well. Um. I think we're gonna wrap that. I was looking for a positive story, but you know how that goes. Well, here's a positive story. <laughs> It's the best positive one I can come up with, people. Charlie Sheen no longer has to pay Denise Richards for child support. Charlie Sheen is finally free of paying Denise Richards child support. The two and a half men actors requested to stop paying support uh, for his two children. With Richards, Sammy, 17, and Lois, 16, was granted in court. Uh, I think that was transpired today as extremely fair. So there you go. Charlie Sheen doesn't have to pay child support. He doesn't have to pay child support no more. So I think that's going to wrap up the headlines. Thank you for doing the lines with me. And uh, stick around as we figure out what the fuck Facebook is really about. And what is it a conspiracy that they disappeared for six hours. We'll find that out next. Then we'll talk a little bit about the many saints of Newark and a little review on a concert I went to on Sunday with a faithful listener, a Miss Michaels. Stick around, people. Two, 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 and two. Hey, everybody. I know we've got hit with uh, a lot of hail lately in Texas. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know, if you need help with your car, there's no money out of pocket, and they offer a lifetime warranty, and that's just hail at 512-221-3013. Again, just hail, 512-221-3013. And um, they will help you with anything you need, or you can PM, uh, PM, uh, personal message them on Facebook. Uh Ask for Jessica Onstad, and uh, they will help you out. Free pickup and delivery at home or work. So again, call Just Hail 512-221-3013. As you grow, you lose certain homies because it's called closing the gap. This is the gap when we start. This is the gap as you grow. Notice how you grow and they don't. So how do you close the gap? You got to come back down. When you come back down, you lose. So you got to keep going up. That's why closing the gap got to be them catching up to you. And if they don't catch up, you got to leave them behind. Crazy that we live in a world that if you're super positive and super creative, that it's scary. So what does that tell you about the mentality of most people? Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for doing the lines with me. So much fun. So much fun. 
But uh, today we're going to talk about the Facebook whistleblower and then the, is there a conspiracy? There was a Facebook outage afterwards. So we'll talk about both this time, this segment. And let's dive right into it. The Facebook whistleblower who released tens and thousands of pages of internal research and documents indicated that the company was aware of various problems caused by its apps, including Instagram's potential toxic effect on teen girls, called on Congress to take action against the social media platform and testimony before a state subcommittee Tuesday. Uh, Francis Hogan, a 37-year-old former Facebook product manager who worked on civic in integrity issues at the company, faced questions from a commerce subcommittee about what Facebook-owned uh, Instagram knew about its effect on young users, among other users. Um, let's see. I am here today because I believe Facebook's products harm children. No shit. Stoke division and weaken our democracy. Of course it does. But you still worked for them. <laughs> uh, she said during her opening remarks, the company's leadership knows how to make Facebook and Instagram safer, but won't make it the necessary changes because they have to put their astronomical profits before people. Um congressional action is needed they won't solve this crisis without your help uh, she emphasized that she came forward at great personal risk because she believes uh, we still have time to act but we need to act now urging Congress to take action Hoggins identity as the Facebook whistleblower was revealed on 60 minutes Sunday night she revealed she revealed or she previously shared a series of documents which regulated regulators and the Wall Street Journal, which published a multi-part investigation showing that Facebook was aware of the problems with its apps, including the negative effects of misinformation and harm caused by Instagram, especially to young girls. Uh, when we realized tobacco companies were hiding the harms it caused, the government took action, she said in her opening remarks. Uh, we, when we figured out how cars were safer with seatbelts, the government took action. And today, the government is taking action against companies that hid evidence on opi opioids. Opioids. You can do it, Splat. You can do it. I implore you to do the same here. Hmm. Following the hearing, Facebook issued a statement attempting to discredit Hogan. Today, a Senate Commerce Committee held a hearing with a former product manager at Facebook who worked for a company for less than two years, had no direct reports, never attended a decision-pointing meeting with C-level executives, and testified more than six times to not working on the subject matter in question. The statement, tweeted by spokesperson Andy Stone, read, We don't agree with her char char characterization. <laughs> Oh boy, Splat, can you ever talk correctly? Of the many issues he testified about, or she testified about. Despite all this, we agreed on one thing. It's time to begin to create standard rules for the internet. You know what? You know how many times I've been in Facebook jail because of their fucking community standards? Go fuck yourself. Facebook is no stranger to scandals and is not the first time the company has been the subject of congressional hearings. 
nor is it the first time Facebook's public image has been shaken by a whistleblower. But Hoggins' documents and upcoming testimony come amid broader scrutiny of Facebook's power and data privacy, privacy practices and have already spurred bipartisan criticism of the company's influence on children. It remains to be seen. However, it will create monument, monumentum, or mon momentum <laughs> to any meaningful regulations. If you're still listening, room out, from outage to outrage. The testimony came after tumultuous day for the company. Facebook, What's, WhatsApp, and Instagram went down for about six hours on Monday. Oh boy, the world was in fucking panic. In her testimony, Hogan said, Yesterday we saw Facebook get taken off the internet. Exactly. I don't know why it went down, but I know that for f more than five hours, Facebook wasn't used to deepen divides, destabilize dem democracies, and make young girls and women feel bad about their bodies. She added, It also means that millions of small businesses weren't able to reach potential customers and countless photos of new babies uh, weren't joyously celebrated by family and friends around the world. I believe in the potential of Facebook. We can have social media we enjoy that connects us without tearing apart our democracy. Putting our children is in danger and sowing ethnic violence across the world. We can do better. We can. Um, beyond the documents, there's also the power of Huggins' pers personal backstory. She started at Facebook in 2019 after previously working for other prominent tech companies, including Google and Pinterest. She spoke with the Wall Street Journal about losing a friendship due to online misinformation and how it impacted the way she thinks about social media. She also told the publication her goal in speaking out isn't to bring down Facebook, but to save it. I'm sure we all have a story about a close friend that got some bullshit information and blah, blah, blah. And uh, about a month ago, Hogan reportedly filed at, at, least uh, at least eight complaints with the Securities and Exchange Commission, alleging that the company is hiding research about its shortcomings from investors and the public. She also shared the documents with regulators and the journal which published a multi-part investigation showing that Facebook was aware of the problems with its apps, including the uh, negative effects of misinformation and the harm caused by Instagram, especially to young girls. They keep emphasizing that. Facebook issues will haunt generations. Senators say, uh, Democrat Senator uh, Richard Blumenthal, 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 <laughs> fuck him anyway, who chairs the Senate Commerce Subcommittee on Consumer Protection, expressed heartfelt gratitude to Huggins for standing up to the one of the most powerful implacable corporate giants in the history of the world. He added, The damage to self-interest and self-worth inflicted by Facebook today will haunt a generation. Uh, Antigone Davis, Facebook's global head of safety, was grilled by members of the same Senate subcommittee last week following the journal report about the impact it, its apps have on younger users. Yeah, why not dudes? Younger dudes don't have problems with these fucking apps? Come on, people. Davis, who identified herself as a mother and former teacher, pushed back on the idea that report was a bombshell and it did not commit to public 
publicity or publicly, God damn it, releasing a full research report noting potential privacy considerations, she said, Facebook is looking for ways to release more research. Oh boy, these people. The journal report that the renewed pressure from lawmakers in its aftermath also appeared to force Instagram to rethink its plan to introduce a version of its service for kids under 13 days before the hearing. Instagram said it would press pause on the project, of course. <laughs> Facebook's actions make clear that we cannot trust its uh, it to police itself. Why, if it's for kids? Blumenthal said in the statement Sunday he must consider stronger oversight, effective protections for children, and tools for parents among the needed reforms. On Tuesday night, Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerfucker uh, released a 1.316 word statement what? on this personal Facebook page addressing Monday's Facebook outrage and Hulagid's testimony. He said in part that instead of ignoring that young people use technology, tech companies should have should build experiences uh, that meet their needs while also keeping them safe. Uh, national security concerns in the future hearings. During her testimony, Hulagan said Congress can change the rules Facebook plays by and stop the many harms it is now causing. Hulagan, who last, who last role at Facebook was a production manager supporting the company's counter-espionage team, was asked by one of the centers whether Facebook is used by authoritarian or terrorist-based leaders. Wow. And around the world, she said, such as the platform is definitely happening and that Facebook is very aware of it. <clears throat> My team directly worked on tracking Chinese participation on the platform, surveilling, say, uh, Uyghur, popula Uyghur population, uh, populations and places around the world you could actually find the Chinese based on them doing these kinds of things. Hogan said, we also saw action or active participation of, say, the, the Iran government doing espionage on other state actors. Uh, we sent on to call Facebook's consistent understaffing of counter-espionage and counter-terrorism teams a national security issue. I strongly, uh, I have strong national security concerns about how Facebook operates today, Hogan says. Her comments on, on national security hinted at that maybe in the next for Congress inquiry based on the internet internal document leaks. Hogan said she already has plans to speak with other parts of Congress about those concerns, and Blumenthal suggested that Facebook's impact on national security could be the subject of future subcommittee hearings with Hooligan. So that all being said, um, I think the term whistleblower is a, kind of a stretch here. Um, I think she's just saying whistleblower to get the protection of the government under the whistleblower laws but technically she just sounds like i'm not saying she's wrong but she just sounds like a disgruntled employee 
for some odd reason we don't know uh but to say that what she's saying isn't true is would, would i would be lying because yes social media is a cancer only because we uh most people use it in a hateful demeaning you know that's where they can let out their whatever we call them uh, keyboard warriors they can say whatever the fuck they want now we believe in freedom of speech in this world in this country so we really uh can't knock the platforms um we're talking about instagram twitter or uh, facebook but we're not talking about twitter we're talking about these platforms that let's say block donald trump from saying what he wants to say and ban him because you know what i've been banned so many fucking times uh my instagram account they deactivated because i've been banned so many times because i'm just it's comedy it's jokes but you know what you have all these fucking assholes out there they can't fucking they it, there's just assholes everywhere and and when you start these companies it's just like when we all used to hang out at the mall there's always assholes there right so to say that these companies aren't harmful to young girls specifically, I believe there was an issue there before social media. So let's not blame that on Facebook. I feel like in a way they're blaming Facebook like they blamed uh, heavy metal music or they blamed the movies or video games. Um, what it comes down to is us as adults, right? We stopped giving a fuck about kids at some long, uh, somewhere along the lines. Instead of teaching your kids, we we expected these TV shows and these games and these, and we expect uh, role models and athletics and all this. We expect these things to take care and teach our fucking kids. When in fact, you should be getting off your lazy fucking parent asses and fucking teach these kids what you think is proper. And stop blaming it on Facebook and Instagram and fucking uh, a teen mom and fucking this and uh, Adele or Billie Eilish or the way she looks or this or that. Or because uh, uh, Alex Rodriguez fucking did this or that. Uh, when do we stop blaming everybody else and stop fucking taking responsibility for our own fucking actions? Now, the conspiracy that the fucking Facebook went down the day after, well, <laughs> what do you expect them to do, you know? Uh, basically, they were like, well, okay, you want to fuck, you want to be without us? This is what it's like. And you know what? Everybody fucking panicked. So it's too late to go back. It's like money. It's too late to go back. We've already took that step in the puddle, we're getting dirty, and now we don't know how to win and how to wash it off. But to sit here, and b yes, I believe there are things, it is, but we, we, we knew this. We knew all this going in. But yet we blame everybody else except for what's going on in the fucking homes. Do we need the government? This is what I hate about de Democrats. The fucking big, uh, big, huge government that wants to fucking poke their fucking little noses and fucking everything. But then you have de uh, Republicans that do it too. The problem is I need the government to stay out of my fucking house. Stay off of my fucking computer. 
And now Biden wants to fucking look at your fucking statement if you're making bigger, uh, your bank statement, if you're making more of a transaction than fucking $600. You see the world we're living in now? It is Facebook. It is Instagram. It is Snapchat. It is Twitter. But when you let the fucking Taliban fucking leaders fly and say whatever the fuck they want on these things and you fucking ban the president of the United States, what kind of tone does that set for society? What kind of tone does that say for the country? Huh? Yes, this woman, she's a disgruntled employee, and she's given us the facts that we fucking already knew. But we choose to ignore it because we're entertained by the shit that we are fucking seeing on these things, on the platforms, and in these apps. But you can't take a step back now, you dummies. What you need to do is tell these fucking parents to teach their fucking children... Uh, you're giving kids phones at fucking 9, 10, 7, 8, 5 years old, and you just throw the fucking YouTube on, you stick it in their face, and that's it. Uh, sure, we did it with Barney and shit like that, but it wasn't constant. We were, we were policing them. We were in the same fucking room. You know? So it's time for the parents in the house to fucking take responsibility. Uh, blaming Facebook and Instagram and uh, Grand Theft Auto and Beavis and Butthead and fucking Ozzy and uh, Judas, whoever. Stop blaming everybody. Marilyn Manson, Eminem, blah, blah, blah. Stop it. Stop blaming everybody else because you're a lazy fucking parent. Okay? Well, my son, good, 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 good. Well, where were you? Where were you? That's what we need to uh, take me to the fucking Congress and let me ask them, what are these parents doing? Why are these young girls on fucking Instagram and fucking Facebook? Exactly. The same problem when I was a kid, we had the party lines. And if you called it, you spent too much money on the bill, blah, blah, blah. We all have our things, but this isn't a fad like the fucking 900 numbers. This is fucking a part of our social life now. It's part of our society now. Just like cell phones. You can't go back to fucking rotary phones, can you? And if you do, what do you, who do you blame on that? Stop blaming. So everybody needs to take personal responsibility for their kids' fucking actions. And if you can't handle them, there's military schools, there's fucking camps, there's shit you can fucking, there's steps you can take to make your kid not a fucking asshole or fucking wanting to kill themselves because their body doesn't look like everybody fucking else's. So stop. Stop blaming Facebook and Instagram and, and Twitter and whoever for your fucking kid's fucking problems. Rest Self-responsibility, people. It starts in the fucking home. It starts with you popping a fucking kid out of your fucking stupid vagina and your fucking husband fucking whatever whipping his dick in a fucking mistress while you both are fucking blah, 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 and your kid's just sitting there watching fucking YouTube, and then maybe when you're not around and he's or he's in his room supposed to go to sleep or, or fucking do his homework, he's fucking on Facebook, Instagram, Pornhub, whatever the fuck. And where the fuck are you? Huh? Well, I gotta work. I gotta work two jobs. Splat. Then figure it out. Don't have any fucking kids if you can't fucking teach them right and fucking raise them right. Stop it. Stop worrying about abortions. Stop worrying about stopping abortions. Because fucking this is the shit we gotta fucking deal with is you whining about the government or these fucking companies fucking your kid up. Well, you know what they say in fucking Splat's Unicorner?
none of my fucking business. Fucking you deal with it. And if Facebook had any, any of these companies had any fucking balls, you fucking deal with your kid. It's not. Why are these? It's, it's like uh, baseball and football players. Well, they're role models. You shouldn't fucking blah blah blah. Well, you know what? No, but they didn't ask for that. They just want a paycheck and play the sport they fucking love. Teach your kid not to fucking be like that if they're fucking acting some kind of sideways. I'm sorry, but that's just that's just how I feel. You could do whatever the fuck you want. I don't give a fuck. This is just how Splat feels. And to me, that's fucking real. That's the reality of shit. Because my generation went through it. Well, the fucking Tipper Gore and the fucking PMRC wanted to stop heavy metal music. But guess what? We had balls enough to say, fuck you. That's not how it works here. Put a fucking warning label on these fucking apps, just like they did our fucking albums and our cassettes back in the day. Because I'm tired of going on Facebook. I'm tired of going on these fucking things, having a fucking sex joke or a fucking whatever joke, and they fucking shut me out. But you know what? In reality, I guess I go out socially, and it happens the same way. People get offended. Blah, blah. But you know what? They're able to walk away. I say scroll. It's just like Howard Stern when everybody wanted to shut him down. Turn the fucking knob if you don't want to fucking hear him. Scroll past the shit you don't like. Enjoy the shit you like. It's not that fucking hard. The problem is, is people want to get on there and fucking act like they got some kind of balls. When in fact, they got nothing. And that's fine. It's, it's, it's words. When we stop letting words hurt our little fucking tiny little fucking feelings, then we can fucking grow as a fucking society. Sticks and stones, motherfucker, may break my bones, but your fucking words will not fucking hurt me. Wake up to that. Be woke to that shit. And stop acting like uh, it's everybody else's fault. My, my son deserves a trophy too. He lost it softball. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, people! And then we got to come on here and talk about this because it's fucking news. We already fucking know what Facebook and Instagram and all this shit is about. It's up to you to figure it out on how to police your kid. It's uh, how they say uh, uh, in that fucking article. Well, they need to police it. Facebook don't have to police shit. Mark Zuckerfucker isn't fucking nobody's goddamn mother or father. Whistleblower? No. <laughs> Maybe she has a couple documents that fucking uh, just solidify what everybody fucking knows already. We did this shit with the fucking election. How is this bitch a fucking whistleblower? <laughs> I don't disagree with her. But to call her a whistleblower? No, she just pissed off because fucking Facebook probably fired her. They said something to her. They fucking said she had a nice ass. Or say they said she looked pretty today. And we're talking about misinformation uh, and all this shit and blah, blah, blah. Come on. This is not headline news, people. We all know this. We all know this, and again, it's up to you to police your young... It's up to you uh, when you see your young girl, since they specified that so fucking hard in that CNN fucking report. Since they specified that so much, you need to go up to your daughter and let her know how it fucking really is. That she don't need to do this, or put this, or go get fillers at fucking nine years old, or get Botox at fucking eleven. That's up to you. 
They need to up the Instagram. Instagram is a good way for fucking OnlyFans and girls models and shit like that to promote their shit. Now they got to shut shit down because your little girl, because you can't teach your little girl the difference between reality and what's a filter is. Come on, man. As Joe Biden would say, come on, man. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> so in a nutshell, okay, I'm going to wrap this up. In a nutshell, you're the fucking parent. Whether you're a single fucking mom, don't give me that bullshit. Or you're a single dad, don't give me your bullshit either. You took on that fucking responsibility. I hate that. Well, I'm a single mom, blah, blah, blah. But you know what you were getting into. Well, their dad left. Well, maybe do, well, when you, before you had that kid and all this abortion shit, maybe you should have asked him if he wanted to have that kid. Instead of assuming that women have all the fucking rights when it comes to a fucking child. Okay? Now you got me fucking going all over the map here. But it's true. Uh, see how it trickles down to you? To you. And your responsibility in all this. What are you bringing to the table? What, you're bitching about fucking Facebook and Instagram? How about doing something about it? Then we won't have these con congressional fucking hearings. We won't have your fucking bullshit. Just because you don't agree with some in information that may or may not be correct on Facebook, how about don't take it as face value? How about go do some fucking research on it? Because we've been, as a society, we should be allowed to spew whatever bullshit we can or want out there. That's our fucking freedom, assholes. Whether you like it or you think it's hatred or love or whatever, it has nothing to do with your little fucking piece of shit ego. And I'm talking to everybody in America. Everybody that thinks that every time they fucking something triggers them, they, uh, the whole world needs to revolve around them. Fuck no. How about go fuck yourself? I'm probably going to catch shit because in the last seven, I said the N-word, and I was just repeating what fucking Dave Chappelle said. And you know what? I don't give a fuck about your opinion. It's freedom of speech. And this Facebook shit and this fucking Instagram shit, they're taking away your freedom of speech. And they're bowing down to the government. So f that's where I f say, Mark Zuckerfucker, you're a fucking piece of puss. You're a pussy. Stand up, man. Well, we do this, you know, don't just say, hey, man, we're, we're about just like D. Snyder did against the Congress. Sit down and say, this is what it's about. Why are you fucking sticking your nose in it? Sorry, man, that, 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 this is a subject that gets me heated up because I am a proud flag flyer of freedom of speech since I was a fucking teenager. Since when, the, the, when I learned how they were going to take our shit away. But here we are. We're talking about Facebook now. This is a different generation. I get it. This is why I'm talking about it. Because I understand when they start taking shit away from you how bad it fucking hurts. And the sad part is uh, this generation, Zuckerfucker, isn't going to say he's going to bow down to the government's needs. The government's needs. But let them. Because you know what? Someone's going to find something better. Where we do have a freedom. And if you want to call people on their racist or whatever, let them fucking talk. As long as they're not harming anybody, who gives a fuck what anybody says on Facebook or Instagram? And then you trickle it down to young kids. Well, that that's where you have control over yourself. But then when it comes down to your kids, like I've said many times in this segment, do your... Here's how I'm going to wrap it up. Fucking parent. 
Stop letting your fucking cell phones babysit your kids. On that note, everybody, enjoy your Facebook and Instagram. And if you have to bow down to the knees, you can't. I'm phasing myself out of it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for everybody, but I'm starting to phase myself out. There's certain ones I will run. I'll have it up. But Facebook and Instagram, the Zuckerfucker apps, are pissing me off. I, I post anything. I post the dumbest shit, and they fucking lock me up. So on that note, everybody stick around. I'm going to review, I'm going to give you my thoughts on the Saints of Newark. So uh, might be some spoilers. I'll let you know ahead of time to turn your radio down if you need to. And then I'll let you give you a little, uh, let you know how the concert went. All right, stick around, people. Stick a fucking round for some more fucking rage against in the machine. Just kidding. Two, 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 and two people. Total pressure. Washing everything. Washing everything. Total pressure. Total pressure washing. Go see Alfonso or talk to him on the phone at 512-993-5331. Or you can reach them at TotalPressureWashingTexas.com. That's Total Pressure Washing Texas.com and that's also 512-993-5331. And here at Total Pressure Washing, they do pressure washing, window cleaning, gutter cleaning, and roof. They do building washing, sidewalks, driveways, and much, much more. They're also commercial and residential, and they are fully insured. So go see Alfonso at Total Pressure. Washing everything at 512-993-5331. Total pressure. Washing. Hey, did you know, once you embrace your value, talents, and strengths, it neutralizes when others think less of you. So remember, your calm mind is the ultimate weapon against your challenges. So take a deep breath and relax. Are responsible for your life and if you're sitting around waiting on somebody to save you to fix you to even help you you are wasting your time because only you have the power to take responsibility to move your life forward welcome back everybody Sorry if I was a little angry at that last segment. No, I'm not fucking sorry. Fuck that, man. Freedom of speech, bitches. <laughs> but uh, I was watching the new, or yeah, the new Sopranos movie. And uh, I don't know if there's any Soprano fans out there, but um, I'll try not to say any spoilers. But if you don't want to listen to this, I'd say wait about five minutes, peep in. If I'm still talking about it, peep out. Um, if not, or just shut me down all the way. I don't give a fuck. No, I'm just kidding. But. Uh, little synopsis on the movie. Uh, it's the story that reveals the humanity behind Tony's struggles and the influence in his family, especially his uncle Dickie Moltisanti, Christopher's uncle, or Christopher's father, had, other, had over him becoming the most iconic mob boss of all time. Young Anthony Soprano is growing up in one of the most tumultuous eras in Newark's history, becoming a man just as rival gangsters begin to rise up in the challenges that allowed powerful uh, Demio crime families hold over the increasingly race-torn city. 
Caught up in this changing times as the uncle, he is idolizes he idolizes Dicky Moltisanti. Excuse me, who struggles to manage both his professional and personal responsibilities, and whose influence over his nephew. Ooh, excuse me, will help make the impressionable teenager into the all-powerful mob boss. We'll later come to know Tony. So- Ooh, god damn it, Tony Soprano. So really, the the movie goes back and, and, and reveals a lot of the stories. But the thing that uh, a lot of people don't like, I think, is. Uh, I think they were expecting like a good fella story, and in a sense it was, but in a sense it wasn't. I thought it was excellent, but I'm biased because I love the Sopranos. Um, it's a personal thing for me, um, but I love it. I love the movie. Everybody hated it. They said it was boring, this and that. I say no. Go fuck yourselves. This gets ten or five splats out of five splats. And um, I will say the stories, a lot of them you knew from the show because he used to say, hey, my dad, or yeah, blah, 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 blah. And uh, it had all the guys in it. Um, I have to go rewatch it. For some reason, I don't remember Johnny Sachs being in there, but I could be wrong. Um, uh, but it had uh, Sylvia, fucking Polly, uh, Big Puss. And the thing that impressed me the most about this movie, really, uh, not really the story, the storyline, Ray Liotta was great in it. Um, uh, the dude that played Uncle June was great. Uh, the, the the lady, I forget her name, but she played uh, the mother. Uh, the casting in this movie, I just want to say. And I'm trying not to give any spoilers, so, um, but the casting in this movie... Let me tell you something. Whoever the casting director or whatever they call themselves in this movie is needs to do a lot more of these flashback movies because the people, besides already um, uh, James Gandolfi's Tony Soprano's son in real life, looks just fucking like his dad, but younger. It was perfect. And the, everybody, down to Sylvia's hair and his, the way he, his mannerisms and fucking the way Paul e. talks and Big Puss looks and sounds just like he would be if he was young. A fucking 100% on the casting, man. And the little baby is Chris. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, it was, it was really a good overall. If you're into The Sopranos, if you're not, I'm sorry, but one of the greatest shows on ever ever made to me it's probably one of the top shows i'm watching the wire now and that's kind of close um i know i'm a little late on that i remember watching a little bit back in the day but i wanted to catch up on it now since the sopranos movie got me hyped up a little bit but in reality as you watch this movie it was good how they integrated the race riots in the 60s and the late 60s um and how that all came together on the streets you know uh, but I, I really, in my gut, I feel it's setting us up for a some sort of new Sopranos series. Maybe the prequel just is going to follow because the ending was wide fucking open. Then they gave you a little uh, stick stick around like uh, shortly after the little bit of credits there at the end. 
uh, you'll see a scene. Um, and I feel like they're just setting us up for a new series. On that note, I uh, go if you're into Games of Thrones, uh, by the way, they just released the new trailer for House of Dragons, and that looks fucking amazing, dude. Fucking amazing with the dragons and the kings and stuff, bro. It's fucking killer. But, yeah, if you're into Games of Thrones, go check that out. That looks amazing. Can't wait for that to come out next year. And um, but the Sopranos movie, um, it's a roller coaster. It was a roller coaster for me, it, but I can see, I guess, where people didn't like it. it uh, I think they were expecting something more, but also I think they didn't want to give us, in my opinion, a whole lot so they could save it for this. Possibly, I'm not saying it. I just know that the the makers of Sopranos signed a five-year contract with HBO, whether it be that show or some other show. I don't know, but I'm hoping, hoping and praying to God that it is a new Sopranos series. Keep your fingers crossed, people. But go check it out. Um, let me know what you thought. And, uh, yeah, if you're into the Sopranos and all that. And uh, and another thing that happened this weekend, uh, me and uh, one of one of our uh, loyal listeners here at the Splats Unicorner, Miss Michaels. You've heard me talk about her lots of times on this show in the Sports Shit Show, but she is a loyal fan and has been a listener from the fucking beginning. She has been a very good support system of this universe here. We call it the Splats Universe Unicornerverse. And uh, she uh, treated me to a concert, uh, Sebastian Bach of Skid Row. He was only supposed to do uh, Slave to the Grind, but he did fucking the first album, too. It was fucking great, man. I mean, he played them. And let me tell you something. Uh, we had a great time, and there was a lot of people, way more people than I thought. Because we went to see Saliva, and that was not a whole lot of people there, surprisingly, but this one was fucking packed to the gills. It just shows you the generations of music. Uh, how I think everybody misses the partying before grunge and all new metal came along. People miss the partying, man. The fucking big hair party music. Um, but uh, there was a band for, before him. I hope I'm saying this right. Kaleido. Uh, very awesome lady, woman, female singer. Man, she was amazing. Not to mention, she was super fucking hot. Um, their drummer was amazing. Um, I went to check them out on YouTube, and I went down a rabbit hole the other yesterday or the day before, whatever. Um, and I really like them now. Big fan of theirs now. I'll go see them anytime they come into town. And then the man, the legend, uh, Sebastian Bach. Now, I have some history with Sebastian Bach. And... Um, uh specific date me and him hung out and partied i had backstage to pantera uh skid row and typo negative and me and sebastian bach hung out till like six in the fucking morning um the date was well the concert date was february 18th but the day it turned of course midnight it goes into february 19th 1995 and then i find out that my daughter was born that night so, 
that's my memory of Sebastian Bach, and me and him were like two fucking peas in a pod. We had the same personality. We were, we were the only ones really, uh, not the only ones, but we were just the ones always just smoking weed. We just smoke weed everywhere. <laughs> but uh, so this kind of was more of a like, man, it just brought back so many fucking memories. And I'm wearing this 420 hat, and me and Miss Michaels are like pretty much by the front stage. If you go check out my Facebook page, uh, Splash Chappelle, you'll see the uh, pictures and the videos. Um, after I just bitched about Facebook. <laughs> but, uh, Miss Michaels, thank you for taking me to that concert. It was a great fucking show. So I'm wearing this 420 hat, and he sees me. And he points like he's swiping across the hat, and he makes the marijuana. I make the marijuana smoking, you know, the fucking sign. And we both flick it at each other. And it was just... it. And I was telling Miss Michaels right before that, I was like, Miss Michaels, I just want to tell him, hey, man, you remember me? And she said, we were laughing about it. But to me, that was good enough, right? He may not have recognized my face because it was 30 years, almost 30 years ago. But we still had that one marijuana connection just for a split second. And you can ask Miss Michaels, she witnessed it all. So that was amazing. And we had a really good time seeing, you know, the people our age. There was young people there. <laughs> uh, of course, the women that uh, still wearing the same thing they did 30 years ago. But they still had the young slut, slutty ups, too. The, uh, the dressing up like sluts. It was great. I loved it. It reminded me of the old days. It was really, really fun. And uh, thank you again, Miss Michaels, for that show. It really, if it wasn't on a school night, it would have been an epic but uh, you know what it worked out it really worked out but uh yeah um i don't know if we have any skid row fans out there but yeah he played them all big guns sweet little sister from the first album i remember you uh he played my favorite song get the fuck out but he played them all he played them all man and it was just it's like you didn't want it to end and a little plug to Hot Spot. We've talked about that a few a place a few times on the podcast. I like to give a shout out to them. I really am starting to love that venue. Uh, my only complaint is they didn't have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Patriots game playing <laughs> in the background somewhere. Uh, come on, guys, get it together. But I get it. Uh, but the Hot Spot in Cedar Park is a great concert venue. If there's anybody ever there that you want to go see they're really cool they're not really uptight you know about anything really cool people so i highly recommend them and i highly recommend if you ever get to see sebastian bach in concert if we ever do good but i do want to say he was a little he old and chubby you know as we all are getting there and uh I just want to make a public service announcement to Vince Neal. You can still get fat and old and still have a great fucking voice. Let me tell you something. Sebastian Bach's voice was fucking on point. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, Vince Neal, you need to take a lesson. You know? You could still... And you could tell on the way Sebastian Bach talks, he still takes care of his voice. Sure, he looked like us, but... <laughs> You ain't going to live young forever, but, hey, Motley Crue. <laughs> Tell Vince Neil, or fucking hire Sebastian Bach. Sebastian Bach would be great in fucking Motley Crue. He fits the fucking profile. Let him in. That's my uh, that's my uh, offer or idea to Motley Crue. Just snag up Sebastian Bach, motherfuckers. 
But it was a great fucking concert, and uh, yeah, I just want to let everybody know. And Miss Michaels, I appreciate you for that again and again and again. Very much appreciate you. Brought my youth back to me. It was great, even though the uh, half of the first uh, uh, band we were in the smoking session watching the foot boring ass football game. <laughs> but we got in home. Uh, we got out of there in time enough to watch the end of the fourth quarter and see how it ended. So everything, it was just a perfect night on timing and ever. The weather was nice. The people were fucking. We, we saw this young guy with long hair in the front, and he was having the t- him and his girl were having the time of their lives. And Sebastian Bach knew it, and he was paying attention to him. And it, it just felt great. Sebastian Bach looked happy. It just looked like everybody had a great time. And I love those kind of concerts. Nobody was getting pissed at people. There were no fights. Man, it was great. But, uh, yeah, it was a good weekend. Good weekend for sports. Uh, check us out on the Sports Shit Show uh, tomorrow, the Thursday Sports Edition, the Sidelines Edition. And uh, we'll give you the college and nfl games coming up uh check us out uh splash unicorner presents uh sports shit show exclusively only only i express it more only on spotify and anchor if you're anywhere out of that on the sports show you have to come there for that but this show here is universal baby international if you will we have I just want to thank all my listeners uh, across the world. We have them in fucking Germany, Canada, Australia. We have a listener. We uh, mostly the United States. But uh, I want to thank everybody out there for listening. It's fun to do this podcast. Uh, it's fun to hear your input about it and how much you guys enjoy it. So keep giving me the feedback, even if it's negative. I don't give a fuck. Um, I, I'm enjoying myself on this on this little ride, and I hope you guys are enjoying it too. Um, remember, we still have, we have a couple more hats left. If you want one for each of the podcasts, um, twenty bucks for one hat, thirty for the set. Uh, let me know. Email me at splatchunicorner at yahoo.com or message me on Unicorner on Facebook. I'm working on a separate YouTube channel. Going to throw up some clips called Splatch Unicorner. Uh, give it some time. Um, just on my personal YouTube, it just got to be too much. But we're working on it, folks. We are working on it. So be patient. We'll give you some visuals here and there. Uh, coming soon. Uh, we have, we're have we working in progress. I think we're doing good here, though. Um, everybody... Have a great fucking weekend. Remember to join us tomorrow exclusively on Spotify and Anchor for the Sports Shit Show. Look us up. It's it's under Splat Unicorner Presents Sports Shit Show again. And have a lovely weekend. The weather should be nice. Here in Texas, it's cold in the morning. And it's scolding at night. But, hey, it was a fun show today. Sorry if I seemed a little angry, but you know what? It's passion here at the Splash Unicorner. And, um, you know, give us your input. If you like us, if it's if you think I'm going to agree or disagree, give us your input. Again, Splash Unicorner at Yahoo.com or Unicorn on Facebook. And, um, yeah, join us next Wednesday for the Splash Unicorner podcast. And uh, stay high. 
stay fly peace and love and the holy smoke of love baby i'm out bitches